Bob Donner with Freedom Manufacturing and Controls. Awesome. Thank you for joining us here at the Energy Expo and Symposium out of Gillette, Wyoming. And I appreciate you coming by today. Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, what you guys do in the oil and gas industry. You know, Freedom Manufacturing is a uh, uh, custom manufacturer in the oil field industry. Um, we do a lot uh, with um, pipe handlers, laydown units, wranglers, um, closing units, um, a lot of electronic-based uh, hydraulics and controls. Um, we've been, um, you know, my partner uh, is a third-generation pipeliner, um, second-generation myself into the oil industry. So it, uh, it, uh, we've we've watched uh, the ups and downs over the years and and seen the need of, of a, a new product, uh, hopefully uh, safer and and more uh, advanced than than the competitor. Innovation, new products, the essence of capitalism. It, that, that seems to shine in the energy industry. You second generation, you said. Um, talk to me about that essence of capitalism. Did, did, did you appreciate that growing up, or did you find that appreciation later now that you're in the industry? Um, Do you, you have know, an appreciation we, you know, for it, I guess? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was know, my first, I, I, took it, I took it for granted you did, so yeah. sorry. I should let you answer that first. Go no, on. I mean, appreciate I mean, we're lucky enough to be able to... Uh, to be into the industry, you know, and uh, as it's changing, I mean, ever ever so quickly, you know, and and we feel that our company actually is probably uh, we we keep up with the changing of the times, you know. That's that's what it's all about, you know. Our customers are are companies that we you know work you know one on one with, develop the the best product that we can provide for them. Um, which takes us, you know, over. It makes us unique and takes us over anybody, any of the other companies, because we work so closely with the customers and design exactly what they want, and 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 hopefully we give them that product and and uh, and it advances there. You know, we work with these service companies and it, it allows them to be able to to maintain the level of uh, rental or whatever they're doing uh, that pricing increase because they're offering their customers an advanced product who is your customer sometimes it's strictly just people that are operators sometimes it's people in the uh, midstream sometimes it's all the above Um, manufacturing i imagine it's whoever's going to do business with you but i don't know you might have a micro niche or something like that so just who is your customer you know we 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 go from the from the main drilling all the way down fracking service their you know companies um water line it it really doesn't matter where we've we've worked pretty close with as long as it's within the oil industry and and uh and not we're not excluding you know wind oil water it you know really doesn't matter you know um so it it the the technology can be applied, uh, you know, in so many different areas. Well, you mentioned water. You mentioned downhole. A few things. Um, some people like to mention companies they work with. Some people don't. Confidentiality reasons. So I'll let you go whatever direction you want. But uh, just give an idea about some of the cust- clientele, I guess, that you're working with. If you want to mention a name, great. If not, I, I get it. You know, um, a lot of the stuff we do specifically for, for that specific customer, you know, so I just assume not drop some names, but we we are, uh, are we work so closely with the customer on each one and develop that specific product for them, um, and then a lot of times we can we can take that develop take that product and develop it and, and, and go into a full production. Um, so it's 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 a pretty unique base, you know. Um, 
we really, in the last probably 16 months, have taken um, on such a new range of um, equipment and technology um, on the, the safety aspect of everything. You know, everything is so safety-oriented right now. There's been so many incidences out there. So we've, we've tried to go up and beyond uh, on, on the safety aspect side of it. You know, whether it's our, our mobile staircase units that allow, allow these rig hands to get on and off the, the platforms, you know, quickly and safely, you know, instead of using a, a man lift, you know, we can get, we can get, you know, the whole crew off that, you know, quickly, you know, something, something's happening, you know, so we've, we developed that staircase, we've, we've developed our, our uh, lay down units, you know, uh, to reach, um, we have 50 foot capabilities on them, so we can, we can actually, the, the guys way up on the, on the rig platforms are, are not having to lean over or push the pipe off. They can actually lay it right down on it. You know, our our closing units are 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 very easily serviceable, and the technology that we put in that with the wireless controls and the remote systems and and items like that is just a very unique. You know, such a wide range, and we've been able to develop here in the last year. How much is technology and innovation? impact of what you guys are doing. I mean, because manufacturing, a lot of people don't look at it as very technical, but so much innovation has gone into polymers and robotics and artificial intelligence and the softwares and the lasers. And I don't think people understand how innovative and technical the manufacturing world can be. Talk to me about that innovation side. You know, it's all going that way and, and it's been changing that way for a long time. You know, these companies, you know, we literally on any one of any piece of equipment we manufacture, we can remotely um, link into them that equipment. Um, we can see what's going on with it. We can diagnose it if there's a problem. You know, all off-site. You know, we can do it from wherever that piece of equipment is anywhere in the world. And so, and and the companies that we do this stuff for, that that's that's one of the big selling points. They all want they all want to see it. They all want to see, you know, that that's what they want to be able to see. The 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 CEOs they, they want to be able to see what their equipment's doing, you know. And if there's an issue, um, we can get right on and, and hook up with them. It's great. Bob Donner with Freedom Manufacturing and Controls. Controls. Would you like a coffee from Roughneck Coffee? Perfect. Jeff, I would. D Jeff Zarling with Dawa. He's a uh, Roughneck Coffee, as we're doing our interview here, the Energy Exposition staff is coming by with some free coffee. So what the heck, we might as well have ourselves a cup of coffee while we do the interview here. No. So anybody here in this interview, that's, uh, and what was your name? Mayland is giving us some coffee and? Champ? Okay, Champ. <laughs> Love it. Champ, thank you guys. All right, back to the interview here. That was our intermission live on the air. You like that? Uh, that's the kind of stuff that happens in the oil and gas industry. I wanted to ask you about the crew change, uh, the retirees that are happening. You're second generation. Um, I spoke about this at the, at the event that I uh, spoke at last night, and it involved the retirees. About five years ago, a lot of the seasoned people were talking about, hey, by 2022, 2025, you know, 70% of the industry is going to be retired. Well, then on the one hand, they're talking about the millennials coming in. And then I heard the term, the big crew change or the big rig crew right. change. And I like that too. That's much better than my retiree way. So the crew change. Talk to me about the, this 
ideology shift, this whole shift that's happening, because our contention is, is that the retirement that's happening, there needs to be a respect for the business and the way it's been built and the connection with the land that needs to be maintained. And I don't know if that is going to happen like I think it might. You know, almost like there's a vetting process. Happening. Right, exactly. You, you know? know, but the the development in this, you know, the the you can't take the old school technology away from these guys. You know, they, I mean, they're the they're the core group of people. They 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 really know, uh, you know, how, how this all works. You know, and but it's the it's the younger generation that's coming in. The crew change, as you would say it. They, you know, they're the ones that are gonna that are gonna come in with, you know safer more efficient you know environmentally you know uh friendly you know ways and and they're the ones that have to to make this all work otherwise you know that industry is gonna you know starve so one of the things that we do on this program here is we we honestly believe that the ceos and the executives want to know what's going on at the well site and that's why we do this almost so it's like a funnel up and down because the guys at the well site need to know what the CEOs and the executives are doing and vice versa. And it's my opinion, I've covered a number of different industries. The symbiotic relationship between the employee and the owner and the executives and the underlings, if you will, I, it's such a mutual respect like I've never seen before in other industries. You spend a lot of time on the well site. Right. Yes. Yeah. Talk to me about. Is am, am I out of line for saying that? Because I see it, but you're there day in and day out. Do they talk bad about the guys at the office, or is there at least a relationship? No. You know what I think. Uh, you know, and that's coming with that crew change. You're seeing that crew change, and all. You know, and I think there is a big respect there. We we do what makes us our company different a lot of times too. We do so much with the company on the sites you know whether it's our training or repairing or whatever we're on the location with these people with the customers and 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 you see you know like you said right from from the owners to the ceos to to the to the company men to the rig hands to the the mechanics the service guys it doesn't really matter they're all there for one reason and that's to you know get the job done and uh and make some money and uh, you know what it, it all comes down to the dollar you know and and they and these these companies I think are are they're really versus five years ago when they would just hire anybody to hiring more core people within their within the organization and they and they develop that tight group and so that respect is gained very I mean we see it I mean, they, they're surrounding them and hiring people that they're going to connect with. And, and that really makes their company, you know, what it is. How many different shale plays are you in? Pardon? How many different shale plays are you guys in? Oh, we're, we're actually, uh, yeah, we're... However you guys... Uh, we're everywhere. Track. You know, we're, we're pretty much nationwide uh, and in Canada, so... Um, and where are you based out of? Uh, the company is actually founded out of... Um, Texas. Okay. Uh, the manufacturing is in South Dakota. Um, so the majority of the majority of all the technology and everything comes out of our South Dakota plant. Okay. Okay. So kind of uh, right in the middle of the uh, United States, yep. you know, so you can go a lot of different ways. Yep. The, you know, the labor and uh, uh, workforce is pretty accessible around there. So yeah. Well, there's pros and cons. You know yep. that. Exactly. And, um, yep. Okay. So 
how over the last say ten years since the shale play hundred dollar oil downturn. Where are you guys at? You know, I mean, how long have you guys been around? First of all, um, you, you're second generation. Right, the company yep. itself has been around for. You know, this is a new Vaughn company. You know, my partner and I bought just two years. Two now. years, okay. Yeah, so, so it's very new. But you know, prior to that, it's you know, 25. Yeah. You know, so I was going to say. Years, so, so let's repackage this question. What did you learn that made you start a company two years ago? Because the downturn really scared a lot of people away from making new companies. Do you know what I mean by exactly, that? Exactly, So talk yes. to me about the origin and the inception and the thought process, if, if, if you can. When it yeah. comes to the manufacturing, you know, you just can't put all your eggs in one basket anymore. Right. You can't do it. And when it, and especially when it's in the manufacturing, because and during that downturn, literally manufacturing companies, you know, they all went, they closed up. You know, they all went under. It was very hard, you know. I mean, it went to non-existent on manufacturing, you know. But now on, on this this run here, you know, you'll see it. You have to come in and give the customer, you know, great service and product and all that stuff. But they want to be educated, you know, and that's what that's what's neat. So I think that our company, you know, with educating, you know, they educate us on what their that what their wants are and needs. You know, we we build them for them and then educate them on how to run it. But it's not it's not just that 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 downturn was a, a good uh, good and bad in a way, I guess, because we learned uh, you learned uh, you know squeeze a buck out of a penny type deal you know where you were you were really had to you had to think out of the box you know for a number of years and uh and now that you know we're seeing it but it, it, it's different than what it was back then you know because that ride went up to that hundred dollar stuff you know i don't think we're going to see that we're going to see that ride go up you know it, you know into that 70s but i think it's just going to just bounce back and forth for a while and 50s and 70s and Excuse me, and if we can, if we can provide, you know, uh, new developed equipment and um, technology with these companies, I think it's going to just continue on. Um, we make so many different types of products. You know, we're not just uh, focused on one area. Um, so it's it's really nice. You're not just you're not just manufacturing one thing and and trying to sell a, you know, sell it out, flood the market with just one product. So it. If you know if one item slow, you're you're moving another item. So. Yeah. How about uh, when it comes to just business in general? You know, we've seen a change happening, and I don't know if you comment much on some of the <clears throat> political stuff that's been going on. And and we don't get into politics here, but it's gotten to the point where, like I said in my thing last night, states are starting to put major restrictions to where it's called a ban. And um, are you guys getting involved with that? Are you are you witnessing it? Do you got a comment on it? I guess you know you politically, you know, you don't have a choice. You can't, you're you're thrown into it. I mean, if you well, want, right. if you're if you're working in this industry, <clears throat> you're politically involved. Well, and this is honestly, I think it's beyond politics because it's reality, and it's just like talking about whether the cell phone works or not. You know, right. it's it's companies are having to reassess yeah. a lot of things. Exactly. You know, I I think there's just. <clears throat> You know, a new group of uh, uh, politicians or, or uh, people that are probably not educated enough 
on on what's going on in the world. Maybe I'm, I'm not maybe not saying it right, but I I think that there's just you know um, you know we're all no matter what you do here you get to look around and, and it involves oil industry. You know I mean right down to, right down to the grain prices. So it it uh, to take it all away um, it's going to be pretty tough. I know we've been saying uh, in this program for a while that. It, in the 90s when I grew up, flipping on the light switch and energy wasn't political. And now it's gotten very political. Um, that's too bad because I think a lot of people should probably take a step back and, and realize where their energy does come from. And the oil and gas industry, you're second generation, so I'd love to know your opinion on this. Five years ago, seven years ago, when we really started tackling this issue, the energy companies were pretty upfront saying, no, we believe in an all the above policy. You know, if if the market's there, we'll go there. If this market's there, we'll go there. Uh, what's how, what are your thoughts on that? In terms of, does the average person really take advantage of energy to the point to where we call it like doing dishes? It's like chores, you know. Like you, eventually you just start. You got to figure out how to make dishes fun. You got you know, because you start taking advantage of things so much, and it starts being part of your daily life that you don't realize how important it is. You know, it's too bad this day and age, you know, people talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. <laughs> you know, it's just, it just comes down to that. It really does. I mean, if, if you know, I've, we've seen it, you know, uh, for a while now. And there is some good about this, you know, when it comes to the practices of the oil companies and stuff. I mean, in environmentally, I feel that they've made major changes, you know, for the better. Uh, on how the processes on what they're doing and stuff. So, you know, on that side of it, I think it's a good, I think it's it definitely a plus. I like that story too, because we've been telling that, that the oil industry, like every industry, doesn't bat 100%. They don't. But here's the thing that they do. Nor do. does any industry. I was going to say, no other industry does. But the thing that they do very well is they correct their mistakes, and then they go into other areas and make sure those mistakes don't happen again. Or a lot of... Pre- Provisions are put in so those mistakes don't happen again. For example, we're bringing a lot of our regulations into third world countries. And when you think about how that is impacting the environment, that's a great story for the oil and gas industry to you know, actually say, hey, we're helping the environment out daily in other countries and everything. And anyway. We're in all sectors, you know, in, in the region. So it's, and boy, there's, they all do it differently, you know. Each each area does it does it differently. It's just amazing, and you know, out east, the the practice that they're they're doing, I think it's a trickle down, you know, because they they're impacted so quickly because they're drilling in the mountains and beautiful areas and stuff like that. So they really are very very conscious on on uh, on the environment, you know. And and I think it all started out there and it it migrating this way, and I think that. Um, the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. I mean, they they are making great strides. It's just they get all you hear is the bad stuff. You don't hear the the stuff that they're they're working on on a day to day, minute to minute, second to second. Bob Donner with Freedom Manufacturing and Controls. All right, we're wrapping up the interview here at the Energy Expo Symposium in Gillette, Wyoming, and. A couple things I like to do is I like to give guests the final word, so that way if we missed anything or they need to reiterate anything or they want to go a whole new direction, they can do that too. 
But before we do that, just kind of briefly summarize, give yourself a, you know, a nice elevator pitch commercial for those people listening so I can package it later if I need mm-hmm. to type of a thing in terms of a nice sound bite. But you know what I mean, where not, not war and peace, but also not a five second deal somewhere, you know, it just explains people what you guys do, a nice summary of your company. You know what, With, like I was saying earlier, the over the past 16 months, we've, we've We've uh, done so much R&D for the customers and everything to, to figure out their wants and needs um, and so much, you know, boots on the ground, you'd say, that, uh, that we've, we've developed these products, you know, for the customers to, to advance the, to their customers, um, safety-wise, um, efficiency, um, it, to that aspect, you know, so, you know, we're ready to... You know, we're ready to explode. It's a, it's a, it's an industry that that we're excited about. Um, you know, me and my partner, we've worked in it for quite a number of years now. So, and we've seen the ups, seen the downs, and it's we're just excited about uh, about uh, getting it out. And and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of our we have industry firsts on on so many things right now. So it's um, patented items and, and industry first, whether it's electronics or remotes or, or actually, you know, mechanical structural products. So it's, it's just a, it's a great time to be out there. You know, Bob Donner, thank you much. Thank Freedom you. Freedom Manufacturing and Controls. You bet. Thanks.